everyone, and welcome to the SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. The music you are currently listening to is called Dances in the Night by Papa D, a fellow swing dancer, musician, artist, and friend. You can find all links for streaming, socials, and videos down below. Make sure to go and support him. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and today is a very good day. Today is a good day because the OGs who are supposed to be the number one on the podcast are here. Hello, Grayson Blake. Number Hello. one, first place. First on place. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the story behind this is we actually recorded a full podcast. It was supposed to be the first episode, but I totally messed up the audio. And so we weren't able to release it. But now we actually get to do it. Um, okay. I did. Additionally, I realized I messed it up. I was supposed to say Blake and Grace, right? Because that's your preference. Grace and Blake, did you? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter that much, but I prefer Blake and Grace because I think it, it sounds better than Grace it, and It does flow off the tongue a bit, uh, a bit more. So I like that. So speaking of which then, there may be some people, I highly doubt it, but there may be some people who may not know who you both are. So if you both give me like a brief introduction of who you are and a tiny bit of your dance journey, that'd be great. Starting with Grace. Starting with me? Yeah. Okay, my name is Grace and I am from here and here is Southern California. I was born mm. and raised in LA and I have been dancing since 2013 and I always loved vintage fashion and old movies and jazz movies I was raised uh like my dad also loves old movies so I was raised mm-hmm. on like Chaplin movies and so and uh singing in the rain and so I always loved that time period I didn't really know there was a dance from it and when I was in college I I took a I took a ballroom dancing class and I really liked it my freshman year and it kind of you know covered waltz and foxtrot and Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just basic steps. And then my senior year, I finally had time in my schedule to take another class. So I took American ballroom colon Lindy hop, but I didn't know that it was, and it, it wasn't a ballroom class. It was a Lindy hop class actually. And my teacher, Audrey Wilson, she's amazing. And she had been dancing. She learned from Frankie and she danced with him and, um, really knew her stuff. And I just got hooked and, and that was it. Beautiful. And this was where? In Chapman, right? I was at Chapman. Yeah, I went to Chapman and I started dancing at Atomic. I started social dancing like every night of the week. I just, I was hooked and I started traveling and uh, competing and I just fell in love with it. And I still, I still love it now. And yeah, I, I don't know. That's my, at least the beginning of my journey. And then eventually I found Balboa and Collegiate Shag and, and got hooked on doing all three dances all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll talk about the triple threat here uh in a bit but speaking of triple threats mr blake how about you yeah. oh i'm a triple threat You're huh? a triple threat <laughs> well, I, I, the shag has been faltering a lot lately and that, that's really lags behind but we're gonna fix that this year yeah our, our goal this year is to be shag focused our only goal our only goal, <laughs> our only goal. <laughs> uh but yeah i'm blake i was born in denver colorado um moved around a bit and then ended up uh, in Southern California at the University of Irvine, University of California, Irvine uh, for college. And then, well, I mean, I'd suppose in high school, my high school was up in Northern California and mm. my 
uh, European history teacher showed us Swing Kids. And mm -hmm. I remember that planting a seed for me of being like this thing that maybe doesn't exist anymore, it, to my knowledge, at least in the moment. But uh, but seemed so much more fun for me than like modern clubbing. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I didn't really honest. I didn't really know music. I started playing the guitar, and that's when I discovered music. Like I mm -hmm. didn't really listen to music before that, and then I didn't really dance until I started swing dancing. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, in college, then I decided for a New Year's resolution in twenty fourteen that I would try to find swing dancing and atomic ballroom was the nearest option and i started mm -hmm. going there and i also started going to the the club at uci uh, and from there i just got obsessed and now it's my life we have pretty comparable beginnings of our dance journey I yeah think. we both went to hurrying like six months into our dancing too yeah um, i went in 2013 and i didn't know anything about i didn't know there was a global scene i didn't know mm -hmm. And but my dance teacher was like, "Hey, you should go to this. This you should go to Harang." And I thought, yeah. "Oh, that's gonna happen." But <laughs> my family happened to be going. It, we we took our first family vacation in I don't know, like fifteen years, and we went to Europe. We went to Italy and Greece, and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm already here. I could go to Sweden, I guess." And so I did, and it was it it was like life changing, yeah, and mm. like the best comparable experience I think yeah. next year. Yeah, I saw it on a. Uh, there was a flyer for, or there was a pamphlet for Inspiration Weekend in 2014. Mm -hmm. And I asked a friend like, oh, what's harangue? Because it just said harangue, didn't say anything else, like the dates. And they were like, oh, it's the Mecca of swing. And I don't know if it still is necessarily. But at the point, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, uh, that sounds cool. And I had this more money than I've ever seen before. So I had my mm -hmm. first like in the, in the summer. So I was like, oh, let mm -hmm. me just you know, take this thousand dollar flight and go for a week. And it, it was that it was amazing. Like I, I had such harangue, post harangue blues afterwards because mm. I just felt in the same way that we both saw like, oh, the swing dancing wasn't just this little like insular community, small community thing, but it was this global phenomenon. Um, yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Now you both didn't meet at harangue, did you? No. no, we met at probably so social dancing around Southern California in maybe 2014, maybe 2015. Yeah. I don't know. My biggest memory was that slow. We knew that, each other then. We knew each other by then, but that's when I like danced a lot with you. I remember. Yeah. And there's a picture of that too. Yeah, that was in 2015, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. In but... uh in San, San Luis Obispo uh Lindy Exchange. Mm -hmm. Um both went there in 2015 and I, I do remember like having the most magical dances with oh okay well since we're on that topic first of all you two have such a beautiful partnership like dancing as well as like partnership partnership right and I was just curious like I know the story but for the listeners when did you both decide that you were going to partner together for like dancing because you do compete together yeah yeah we were both working with other partners and um but we loved dancing together we got paired mm -hmm. actually maybe the seed got planted when we got paired in a mix and match mm -hmm. uh, at third saturday swing there's a holiday mix and match and i still look at that video fondly Aww. and we won that and i remember at some point being like hey can we is there like a 
contest where we could we had other partners but um we did the 30 second showcase yeah 2017 the next like a few months later and then mm-hmm. we did it again the next year oh wait did we do it the next year was we, it 20 we did it okay. was in 2017 we got second place and i and we were like surprised because yeah we were i was like... so nervous for some reason Aww. i don't know it seemed like across the range but like throwing like, up yeah like shake yeah i thought you didn't know i was nervous though until after i didn't you hit it pretty well <laughs> I, <laughs> it was more like when we were dancing i could feel yeah. that you weren't like you were a little bit like sure yeah yeah, yeah. No, but I mean... but we ended up getting second which was crazy and and then we did it again the next yeah. year and we won which got us a pass to Camp, Camp Jitterbug? Jitterbug I think this is how it worked but basically no 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 no. it was 30 second showcase Camp Jitterbug and then we did another 30 second showcase okay so think, yeah I believe we won a pass to Camp Jitterbug mm. from that 30 second yeah. showcase the first one and then we went to Camp Jitterbug and we won a pass to Lindy Focus oh that's right so we just kept yeah, yeah, like yeah. competing Chaining and winning and we'll be like okay we'll go to that together and compete at that so we had mm-hmm. uh, you know Camp Hollywood I was working with Juan you were working with Hannah or other, you know, and you were doing other things in Balboa. But we every time we would win something, we would go to that event and and compete there. And mm-hmm. I remember then in 2019, we both were ready to, we really wanted to go to ILHC and compete and throw down. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's what we sort of committed to like, we're going to partner. Yeah. And then post-pandemic, it took off teaching-wise, I suppose. For yeah. Us. yeah. Um, but yeah. 2019, we I would say we kind of established our partnership dance partnership a little bit more yeah and speaking of which now this is a purely curious question for me but how did you both go defining your dance partnership dance values and um how did you go about like structuring your dance partnership structuring it uh like i think our values were always pretty aligned and Mm -hmm us both having our dance origin here in Southern California, we uh, were both very inspired by the lineage of dancers that came here uh, or mm-hmm. that came from here. So whether it was mm-hmm. Lenny Hopper, Balboa. Um, so yeah, we had stylistic yeah. and value things in common. I would also say that in 2019, I got asked to teach at an event called Whistle Stop. I don't know if it's still, it's in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. You're pointing to yourself at home. See <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I asked Blake to teach it with me. And I also, after that, I realized like how well suited we were to teach together. We both mm-hmm. had not just common values in the dance, but common values in teaching. We like after every class, I remember we would like talk about what went well, what we could have done better. And I remember thinking like, that's what I want to be as a teacher. I want to be constantly trying to improve and, and self-evaluating how we did, how we can improve. And so I remember thinking like that we were really, really well suited mm-hmm. to teach together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then it sounds like with time and as you both, since you both came from the same like dance background of dancing in SoCal, it really blossomed into the mega awesomeness that it is now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, you're both being you're both being so like kind, but I'm gonna brag are, are for we, you. Are we because, not? <laughs> no, you are. But I I want to <laughs> brag for you because if no one has ever taken a lesson from Grace and Blake, you definitely should. Because one of the lessons I took from you two was the Balboa one, where you taught the it was the in and out, except not out out and in, except you're traveling. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I two years later, I still use that. <laughs> I use that cowbell. I don't know if you guys saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But your lessons are so well thought out, and Grace, the way you're so, you like pay attention to the students and the way you explain things, Blake. It just makes sense. So if anyone's listening to this and you haven't taken a class from Grace and Blake, I encourage it. Boom. Oh, that's very, very nice. We I mean, work hard, I think, to hopefully give students like a really good experience in a class. Mm -hmm. Give us a give us a bit of an overview of what that looks like, because I, I know you two work a lot and you practice a lot to prep for comps and like classes and stuff. So what does that look like for you two? Uh... I it there's it's seasonal I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Depends on what's coming up. So because the last big comp thing was cowbell, so I was prepping a lot with Grace and uh, and Alice. Uh, uh, and Camp, Camp Hollywood's our main competition event these days. So like in the months coming up to that, we ramp up more and more practice, and that's like a, you know, one and then two and then three day a week i don't know if we do more than three days a week yeah. at, at our peak i mean we're also social yeah. dancing and like in our local scene here and so we definitely use social dance time with each other to practice like i think there it, yeah sometimes it's like hard to actually just dance for dance's sake when we're prepping for a contest mm -hmm. um, and then as far as like how we prepare for teaching classes i would say that we generally try to have like as a I mean, we have a lot of different class structures, but we generally try to have like a big picture idea and, mm. and figure out how to, I don't know. <laughs> I clearly need some water. I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. I keep Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, keep going. Um, as far as like, I'm sure that there are some leads who ask, but I don't know if you know, Blake, but a lot of the leads, they tend to like, when they see you dance, they tend to think, oh man, I wish I could dance like Blake. And oh. I know the answer to this because you and I have talked, but yeah. I'm curious, like, what were the steps that you took to become as good as you have in that relatively short period of time, you know? Right. get so good so fast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, I think one thing is I have a, a very obsessive with one thing at a time disposition. So mm. in some ways, I think guitar was that for me before. And now I'm like, Oh man, I gotta. I I wish I would keep up with it, but Me I don't have it out. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a. I, on the other side of things, hearing Blake play the guitar was like the thing that did it for me. Oh yeah. As far as the the life partnership part. Yeah. So so I, you know I don't play the guitar anymore because I already. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was done. The riz has been set. I got the girl. Don't even play. <laughs> But you um, said that you were pretty obsessed about that, and now it's moved to dancing. Yeah, yeah. And I loved, to me, I loved that dance had this, uh, or partner dancing, to me, felt like I could break it into pieces that I could understand. Uh, mm. Whereas before, I thought it was just this abstract big thing, and you just need to move and groove in a way that I didn't make sense to me. Mm. Now, now I understand what that means more and how I can kind of key into that, but um for me it was like the lego building blocks of like oh this basic then a tuck turn then a side pass and this all uh like satisfied my uh my logical brain um mm. and then uh i'd say yeah i was very methodical i like had a spreadsheet i tracked every single lesson i took with 
every single move that linked to every single recap video. Uh, and then I also had like, you know, people I was Nick Williams, uh, initially early on was one of the biggest, you know, inspirations for me. And I really mm -hmm. liked the way he moved and embodied the musicality of the song. Um, uh, and then, yeah, I'd say I just, I was just hooked. Like I was famously known for having my senior year grades start to fall off because I was spending more time at Atomic than I was on campus. I, I heard that from really? you and I had the same thing. My grades yeah. started getting, <laughs> like, I just didn't care about classes. All I wanted to do was dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it just kept going from there. Yeah. Just a lot of momentum. Yeah. And I, I think it's kind of like full circle because I was curious to ask you, so this year you were in the Invitational and mm -hmm. uh, you did, that, that That wasn't your first time, was it? In the Invitational? That was at the first yeah. Dude, that's wild. And then when you placed, you were second to yeah. Nick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, describe the emotions of like, you starting out seeing like, okay, Nick is, Nick is the one I aspire to. And then here you are standing next to him, getting yeah. the second place in the Invitational. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Be even crazier if I had beaten him, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, no, I mean, we'll see. Uh, but uh, no, it was definitely surreal because I, uh, I, I, yeah, I looked up to him for so long. And uh, um, I'd say, it was a lot of shock more because mm. I had some friends come up to me being like, oh, that was great. Like it was definitely a contender for like top three to them. Um, but to me, it was like it was like a good dance, but I, I couldn't really tell. It's sometimes mm -hmm. you just can't really tell how well it went. And watching it afterwards, I really was really happy with how it went. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I guess the shock was the more the main thing first because I Kelly, Kelly also, Arsenal was okay. also shocked. Yeah, Kelly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. but i wasn't surprised at all yeah like we amazing. that was i guess probably our let me think that that dance was our fifth dance we've had together wow i danced with her once at lindy fest in 2019 and then once at bow week in 2022 and then we had a couple dances before the invitational mm -hmm. um and or yeah and like it, it it was good but i just didn't uh i don't know it it was good <laughs> it know, was really good i'm yeah. so i'm happy with i'm really happy with how it came out i was yeah. so proud of i mean that video was like it was so amazing to watch and it was so amazing just to it's so amazing to watch you two dance in general one of the big things that caught my eye when mm -hmm. i first saw grace dance was just how happy and joyous and how big of a smile like right now like that that beautiful smile it's like i wish i could be cooler you know like, <laughs> I, I really wish i can i wish sometimes i'll watch myself i'm like oh just be cool but i can't help it i i just love i don't know i love dancing i love and I, it's funny to hear you be like i was super methodical about like how you got good at dancing and i would mm. say that i was not like that i was just mm. i was i it's not that i i mean i practice but I think I was way more feeling based mm -hmm. like I just love sharing momentum and I would take classes and I would get inspired but I wouldn't necessarily like 
track it all. It would just sort of, you know, synthesize with whatever I was already doing. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't very methodical about it. I feel like that's the one, like, I, I mean, Blake talks about my superpower is like, just my, is, is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes I, I wish, like, I'll watch myself. I'm like, oh, can you just, just bring it down a little bit? But I, it is very me, I think, when you see me dancing. I can't help it. I actually don't. Sometimes I'll watch people dancing. And I'm like, how do you not have the biggest smile on your face right now? Like, you're dancing <laughs> with a person to the best. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so hard to, I don't know. I, I That's my favorite thing about the dance. Yeah. Now, I, I love the fact that, Grace, you approach it from a feeling perspective and Blake you approach it from a methodical perspective so Grace I'm curious there might be some swing dancers that are listening right now who are also feelings based so mm -hmm. what would your advice be to them if they're wanting to work on their dancing from that feeling based perspective like you did I think it I mean whether you're doing it methodically or feelings based it definitely helps to work with one person over a a long period of time. I don't even mean like you need to find your person, but I just think that like focused, focused dancing with one person where you can give each other feedback or work on ideas. Um, I don't know. I think that helped me improve a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, and just, I don't know. I, I, the other thing I would say is videotaping yourself is like, mm. you know, that's also what helped me improve just like it's a feelings-based thing and then if I can watch what I did especially if I could watch what I did after right after I did it then I can mm -hmm. sort of equate like okay when it feels like this it looks like this mm -hmm. and I don't know I think if you're trying to compete I suppose because you know it also there's two sides of dancing in my mind of swing dancing there's like dancing like social dancing that is sharing a moment with your partner and it's feeling the music and it's feeling the moment and it's not for anybody else. And mm -hmm. then there's competition or performance dancing. And that is to look a certain way. Like it, you want it to feel good, but to mm -hmm. me, you're also, you're showing something. And so you, you kind of have to tune into like, what, what do my arms look like here? You know, when you're social dancing, you can have a floppy arm and have the best dance ever. And if yeah. you're competing, you, you might have a floppy arm that the judges like, what is going on there? You know? So yeah. I guess to me, filming yourself so you can start to know what you look like when you feel a certain way. That's probably my biggest piece of advice on improving if you're not. Yeah. I, I definitely hear what you're saying about the feeling versus like looking because sometimes I'll feel like I did something huge, but it's just super tiny that no one can do. <laughs> you know? yeah. And that was actually something that Blake told me in one of my privates is he was like, oh, you can make your dancing more dynamic, you know? Because I was looking like a stiff piece of wood. That was <laughs> that was, I feel like that was your way, Blake, of like saying, don't be a stiff piece of wood. You can move. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think you, I don't think that. I think, uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, like, you know, one of the most beautiful things I think to see is just like, yeah, dynamics, It because that can be such a loaded term. It's hard to know mm. exactly what that means. But mm. like a shrink and to grow in like certain uh, capacities, like they, they just make moments happen uh, much mm. more. 
and it, it doesn't even require like the fanciest moves. You just change your basics. Yeah, this is like a big thing that we are constantly striving for in our own dancing and also in teaching is just how to make your basics really beautiful and, and dynamic rather than doing, I mean, not that we don't like a fancy move or two, but I think there's a big, um, I don't, what's the word? Like swing of the pendulum towards a lot of fanciness and not enjoying the basics. And um, it's nice. I, I don't know if I, I think that's, there's obviously really great dancers who enjoy the basics, but that's one mm -hmm. of our values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you have brought up the value with me of beautiful basics quite a bit. And that's like a cornerstone, I would say, of both your dancing. Um, I was curious, like, at what point in your dancing partnership did you both realize, oh, we really want to hone in on beautiful basics and what that looked like? One of the places I that I specifically heard about, and then I we listened to it together, but Sylvia Sykes uh, has an interview on the track and... And she talks about this in person too, but on the track, she just was such a great way she put it. And she used the term beautiful basics and talking mm. about a lot of aerials she'll see. And sure, it, this is an oversimplification perhaps, but like they, they're just a recombination of things she's seen in the past and mm -hmm. aren't what moves her. But to see Frankie Manning just do a swing out over and over or Don Hampton just move her pinky a little bit, like just... <laughs> light movements those are like the magical things to her and mm -hmm. that just really resonated I think with with what I it just seems so powerful to 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 build that and another related term I'd say is uh, uh she, she talked about the word patina as in the like layer of uh where where that that furniture or things build up that's considered beautiful mm. it comes with time um and how that's something that is just by a product of time and, and passion you put in, like that only comes with time. Uh, and that's also just a really beautiful thing and how we try to put that in our dancing and that we just dance a lot together rather than mm -hmm. like work out. We do work out things. We try to yeah, we come up with do. new ideas, but also at the same time, that's a really important things that like you can tell that we look like we belong together when we dance together. Um, yeah, and I'll just add to that that like we're both really inspired by vintage clips. Oh. So we watch a lot of them. And I think if you watch a lot of vintage dancers, not just from Southern California, also in New York, they, uh, I think that there was a sense, they weren't necessarily trying to do everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, they were developing like, especially when you look at the Southern California dancers though, they had like their set of moves and mm -hmm. they did them incredibly well. And they did them so individually. And, but it's not like they knew 150 mo different moves. It's like they did their thing so well. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that being inspired by the original dancers too, like there's a sense of making it your own and, and, mm -hmm. and making that your basic, have that patina that like is so individual. Mm -hmm. I, really I don't think you all have ever brought up the word patina before. So that I learned something new there. that. That's beautiful. It, we, we, Sylvia Sykes, the track. Okay. I'm going to have to link that down below, which yeah. is a perfect segue into my next question, which is you're talking about vintage clips and you're talking about like uh, getting inspiration from that. I'm curious, what are the vintage clips that um, you would point people to or get inspiration from? So vintage clips, I 
to pick out a few is tricky. One that comes to mind that that I like a lot is Twice Blessed. That's mm. uh that's a Southern California one, and there's Hal Tackier in it and Betty and uh Lenny Smith. Lenny Smith and and just a lot of OG Southern California dancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like they're all just going really hard and the music's great and stuff. Uh but I, I don't know. It's uh, I don't. It's, it's really hard to choose. Yeah. There's there's um. I mean, for Balboa and some Shag, like the Venice Beach clip is like you know I watch that all the time. You got a mm-hmm. bunch of kids dancing on the beach, just showing off. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. There's a lot of random, cute, esoteric ones that are like uh, original Big Apple kind of things, mm-hmm. where, like youthful college looking kids probably they're probably college kids I don't yeah, know. yeah yeah so you'll we, um, we can send you a couple links of the ones we've mentioned and then yeah. I was also going to say Blake um Blake has made compilations of uh well officially only one okay officially only one you're working on other Dean ones. and Joel one but if you want to like he made a compilation of every single clip that Dean Collins and Joel McGowan are in every moment they are on screen and let me tell you the process of finding every single moment they were on screen was meticulously and methodically not in not not feeling based it was uh (laughs) over the pandemic actually it was we were we would watch old movies and he'd be like do you think that's them i'm like that's just a fuzzy blob in the background (laughs) um but you can see it's like every moment pretty much that they are on screen and uh and so that's also a good place to oh although there's technically one missing I I, and I was upset actually when you found it because I meant like (laughs) uh, like the software (laughs) edit it was terrible like it's Mm. called shotcut it's great for small projects and it's free but like it can't really scale the big projects because I had Mm. so many like random issues that I had to go back and redo keyframes and stuff because the project got so big which can I just say I mean I if you, the, I didn't mention this, but I went to film school. Like I do some video editing. Mm-hmm. I've done video editing. Like uh, I, I have done it within the swing dance community too. Calval just hired me to cut promos for them and a video for them. But I, as an editor, watching Blake do this and have the program constantly crash made me just like shake with rage. <laughs> and yeah. then, but so he finished the video, he published it and then a few months later, maybe, yeah, yeah. I was I, watching vintage clips as I do. I was just falling down the rabbit hole. And I, I am watching a clip and I'm like, that, that's Joel. And it's like this, this scene on a train and they're like, the band is playing on a train. I don't remember who the band is. Um, and then there's dancers who start to join them. And Jewel McGowan is in this clip and he definitely doesn't have this in his yeah. compilation. And I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, you got one. And <laughs> I gave it to him and I didn't hear from him. And I was like, can you have a reaction? Like, <laughs> I found another clip. And he was actually upset. Oh, <laughs> no, wow. I, mean, I was busy at the time. It wasn't just me. <laughs> uh, uh yeah but like to put that back in like I would have to redo so many things and like it would probably crash on me a bunch more so I just ended up putting it in the description there's one missing here and I linked to it oh and it's actually not there because oh uh, yeah they took away that there was there was a big channel full of full of uh high quality vintage clips that was taken off copyright issues sad yeah vintage swing dance was the channel yeah um, anyway we'll we'll link that too so you can see a bunch of the dean yeah. and jewel clips that we watch a lot um yeah. 
And I mean, I'm assuming everyone has seen it, but One Girl and Two Boys is also like an incredible clip. And we had, we got to do that at Camp Hollywood, recreate it at Camp Hollywood. It was like a huge honor, like a highlight of my dance career so far. I was going to say, because that was the exact thing I was going to talk about next, is because Two Girls, One Boy, Undecided, having Hillary sing that while you were, while you two, as well as Jeremy, did that dance that must have been like a big moment for you guys yeah yeah it was very emotional and there was a lot of I felt a lot of pressure to do it very well we practiced Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of like filming ourselves and then putting them side by side with the original clip and and trying to get every line every moment um, and, and then to have the band do it with us, I, it was just like, I, I was so honored and I mean, I've told Hillary already, but if she's watching this, like it, it was really just, I felt there couldn't have been a higher honor for me to be asked to do that. I feel really, really grateful. So. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing you guys doing like a very slight run through at Atomic randomly. And I, I remember being like, oh, <laughs> I know this. <laughs> and it was beautiful to watch in person too, guys. It's just chef's uh, kiss. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, I, I have nothing else to say. That's it. Um, speaking of choreography, I did have something I wanted to ask. It's in regards to uh, hoist the colors, mm-hmm. right? Still one of my favorite choreographies to date that oh. you guys uh, put together. And I'm just curious, like, what was the inspiration, the moment, the inspiration for that? Uh, yeah, there was a moment that apparently involved both of us, but that's not of my original memory. <laughs> I, can, I understand. He erased me from his memory, no. right behind him. I thought I had all room having the exact <laughs> So I just remember hearing John Stoutner's orchestra on New Year's night in 2019 play mm. Cinema georgia this amazing arrangement and lindy focus the band was just like booming like it just sounded it was filling the room in such a like the like some of those clips from swing kids that we've talked about where he's walking in the ballroom and you're like Mm -hmm. wow this energy and it's what i imagine frankie feels when he enters the savoy and turns the corner and talks about that um and just the chills and like wow this is it like this is crazy uh and grace was having this too uh <laughs> walking right behind you right you behind me. get me like and i'm like no, like oh okay, okay. all right like i was there i was it just so overcome with with emotion as a non-emotional person <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and that that planted the seed for the song and i think for the the idea i think it's just something I think I had the initial piece of just I, I because I I think a lot about different pieces and like rearranging things and that's how like a lot of creativity um, that that at least I come up with comes from and I think mm-hmm. just naturally as you dance Lindy Hop Elbow Shag like you uh, you kind of compare them especially like learning Shag you're like how is this different how how do I compartmentalize this differently than Lindy Hop and Balboa so I don't look like you know Balboa or Lindy Hop dancer doing shag and mm-hmm. there was a lot of time put into that and eventually that became a routine actually that became a little experimentation thing we did um because I had brought it up with Grace like this would be a cool idea and, and she was super on board and into it 
then we had a little uh, performance we did during the pandemic of Jeremy Cook and Kelly Young, um, and we had prepped like a test version of that. Yeah, basically we were, it, it was for a, his mom runs a nonprofit and we were performing at like their gala. And so they were going to, oh, actually you danced with Kelly and I danced with Jeremy and mm -hmm. he and I danced Shag and Kelly and Blake danced Balboa to kind of give a sense of the two dances. And I, yeah, we sort of did a little test of like, you guys are going to do this set of moves and we're going to do this set of moves that are sort of complimentary but different or but i mean they were meant to be the same thing in different in different dances yeah so like back pivots and then like heels up clockwise rotation for shag and then texas tommy moments yeah swivels versus collegiate kicks and we were like what what's the most equivalent thing you can find and that that grew into uh well let's do it for lenny hop Balboa shag yeah and then it was i mean i've been on quite a few teams in my career as a swing dancer and that was like the best wave I've ever I mean I've had great experiences on teams but like mm -hmm. it was like the six people just came together and it was and we all got like way closer as friends as friends too really, yeah 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 and I, I just think like working together you know it's it's hard to be you have six different personalities but everyone was so on board with the vision and it was a really complicated routine like if you watch mm -hmm. it, it it's weird it's not choreography that necessarily makes sense every moment because we're trying to get three different dance styles to sync up um and it's uh, yeah, but yeah it was we were so happy as a group of friends it felt like we were a tv show cast like if you think of a good like character driven tv show with like a, a variety of casts like each person had their role in the team as yeah. a personality um there's like the quiet one the jokey one the the like the the leader the there it just felt like there was that kind of dynamic and it was just really fun being together um mm. yeah. um yeah that's man that i think that's such a beautiful a beautiful dynamic to have like as a team and i feel like we as a scene are really lucky to have like such wonderful people you both included um i don't know if you both saw paul's status so right now it's January 30th, but he posted stats about community and pouring into the community. And he named you guys as two people who really poured into the community for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because we're gonna be we're gonna be traveling a lot this year teaching, which mm -hmm. we can talk about a little later, but we just love our home scene so much and like and yeah, our I, I think one of the things that people said are uh, that were uh, some people will travel to dance and like they get in the habit of only dancing when they travel because mm. dancing is so good when they travel and mm. in some ways it's the other way around where like our home scene is just filled with like great dancers uh and and also our friends so when we come back home in that way like dancing at home is is like the the most fulfilling piece and then when we go travel we get to share that yeah we get and, to share i mean we we get to participate in a lot of different kinds of scenes too but we also get to share our values from from what we develop here with all of our friends and and there's just a spirit in southern california i i think in in both la and orange county of just like this community that's like working that cares a lot about its history it cares a lot about getting good at dancing like mm -hmm. and honoring and honoring where it came from and pushing it forward. And you get kind of every kind of dancer, people who just want to social dance, people who really want to compete, people who are performing, people who are teaching, and, and it all comes together in this like really beautiful way. I, I'm very biased. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
you know, try to add to that, but I, I just love being here and mm -hmm. I'm going to miss it this year. But speaking of, uh, speaking of our scene and, and our community, yeah. is this a good time to, to talk about how you've, uh, should we do that thing? Yeah. Are you ready, Andre? <laughs> I don't know what this is, but yes, I'm ready. All right. So do you remember, was it a year or even was it, it wasn't this two years ago. It might've been two years ago now. It's uh -huh. it's a long time been traveling now. a long time. That's true. It, so. so it lost steam towards the end, but now we'll, we'll debut it. But uh, there was this whole thing of um, do you remember when I said I have a surprise for you like a long time ago or like something to that effect? I don't remember what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there there really was something, and uh, so I got so you know the song Till Tom Special. Yes. <laughs> yeah and also Perdido at one point but that one like the clips didn't come out as good for that but uh I started messing with that song and uh editing it and extending certain bits of it uh and you were my prime pranking target for this <laughs> so what I would do is my my plan was to edit it a little bit and then edit it a little bit more extending like da 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 like just keep going back. yeah 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 and i was gonna make it weirder and weirder until you notice it in like a you know the office telephone like kind of that's a whole esoteric reference but uh yeah like so so i would always set up a camera at some point early on and film you when i put on the song and then we i also told a whole group of people like so we were all many many people in a facebook group just to put a little bit of uh of just broaden this for a second if you didn't know this about blake he's also very pranky yeah uh -huh. <laughs> i feel like you wouldn't know that about you based on <laughs> what we've talked about so far but he's a trickster and i feel like yeah blake wanted to prank you andre and uh -huh. edited this song and filmed you dancing to it yes. and and also it was one of those things where if you are not a musical dancer or like in yeah, the music you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know a lot of people just dance to the song and they don't realize that it's changed because they're not that in tune with the phrasing but andre you definitely are yeah and so we have a couple of like the like little clips from it that we wanted okay. to show yeah yeah um, okay. and i we had told everyone don't react when you hear the weird part of the song because so we want dance. andre to think he's crazy <laughs> <laughs> did you get that dog <laughs> Everyone you did. Sometimes it'd be me. Sometimes like the, we have a clip with. We'd assign someone to go dance. Like with okay, sometimes. we're gonna play it. Like go dance with. Go yeah, dance right. with Andre. Just like keep cool, you know. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Okay, so this is already partway through the song. Uh, we just we're just showing you a couple of. Hey, it's Andre. Sorry for the quick interruption, but if you're listening to this on Spotify, I cut out the actual video because it wouldn't make sense for you guys to just listen and imagine it. So my suggestion is to click the YouTube video in the description down below and check out uh, actually seeing it in action. It was kind of freaking hilarious. So check it out. You clearly stopped because you thought that the song was going to stop. <laughs> but, you know, in, in fairness... Uh, Andre, you're really good at rolling with the punches. So when the music didn't do it, you were like, okay, we keep dancing. <laughs> you two are sneaky. <laughs> you two are sneaky. Uh, like, wait, did Izzy know and did Patrick know? Yeah, yeah. Like they were dancing with you and they were told not to be like, like if you were to be like, 
like what like to be like no that was normal <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking hell okay all right that was good that was good well done I'll put, well i'm done. gonna put together like a longer compilation of all those things i just like i had the spur of the moment thought in the middle of this where i was like oh wait this would be great to share here so yeah. So. so we'll we'll put together a little montage of all the times that you were like dancing or like huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the same thing happened when you both played that one song that I, I love the song, but I love to hate the song. The one okay. that's on five and yeah, it's wonderful. It's um, not Bobby Dorsey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which by the way, if anyone's listening, I'll put that song down in the comments. I dare you to dance to it and try to hit those breaks. Okay. I I don't think I, I still think I, I can't. I still think I can't. Actually, I played it. Well, I played it and Natalia Aristavi, if you know who she is, she's an amazing dancer and she's so rhythmic and she has such a good sense of music. She's like, I hate this song and I'm pretty sure yes. that it's song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like, especially sometimes when Blake, you'll, you'll, you'll mess with us and you'll pause it for longer than it actually goes. Once everyone's getting the hang of it, I'll do a quick little. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I, I love it when you two DJ so much. Now now I'm like I'm gonna be ultra whenever you guys DJ, I'm gonna be ultra like sensitive to the to hearing like okay, what are they trying to do now? Especially especially when Blake comes or when Grace says, get ready to come on a journey with me. Yeah, I, Blake is a little uh he's a he's I think he'll just prank the floor. I at least want people to like be aware, like something's gonna happen. I'm gonna play a really long song. I'm a little more, a little more empathetic to the plight of the dancers. Aw, I mean that to me speaks to both of you, like this type of stuff. Right? I feel like that adds so much heart to our scene, and we're so grateful for that. Damn, oh, that was. I feel so honored that you would target me in such a way. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> there was. There's also, uh, I was going to say, I mean, there are other edits. There was going to be a point in which uh, Benny White and I were at one point going to try to make the uh, brotherhood, sisterhood of the traveling song or edit kind of uh -huh. thing. Because I, I had made this initial edit. I made this whole group and I was like, you can, you can listen to this little snippet here so you know what it sounds like so it doesn't shock you. Mm -hmm. um, and then he like was like, hey, I I forget if it was him or I, probably him that like brought up like, oh, like, can I mess with it? I'll mess with it some. And he messed it with Perdido even more. And it had oh. even more, he called it Perdidido. And then I like, or Perdididos or something. Like we started just messing with Perdidos, the title. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like the idea would have been we passed it around and just like tweak a different part of the song over and over until it's like this complete crazy version. Um, but that was something fun, but it never really took off. But uh, it was cool. Dude. I I yeah. was, I thought for a second you were going to pull up the video of me breaking the chair. Oh. That was also That's, one of the yeah. best moments ever. Just to briefly tell the story, we were, um, we, so another way we, we practice or try to build community here in Southern California is Blake runs some, um, we call them strictly practices where we, we do like mock competitions or we play games or we'll do mix and matches, especially leading up to different contests so you can so you know it's especially been a while since we've yeah been yeah i mean it's yeah. hard with it, all the travel and stuff mm -hmm. like that but um but andre was there and we were it was i think it was before camp hollywood mm -hmm. and so we were doing a really really fast 
uh, Lindy the the spotlight. spotlight, and we ended with this crazy quick stop that was super fast. And Andre was like, "Yeah," <laughs> jumped up in his chair, and, and, like... and you can't hear. You can hear it in the video. He's like, "It's like," and he broke. <laughs> that he then fell back on and everybody's like oh yeah <laughs> so, and the camera like went sideways a little bit it was so funny yeah. it was so good is that is that a do you want is that shareable is that did you think, share yeah it? yeah yeah i would I'd be fine share that was a huge moment because that quick stop was nice mainly <laughs> because, like for real it was so nice mainly because like your feet were touching and that was the part that got me it was like you know, so fast feet. <laughs> yeah it's funny because I feel like that moment we ended up doing a, a like a quick stop in our last open Lindy spot of our, our last open Lindy spotlights. And I feel like it was slightly inspired by us hitting one and Audrey freaking out so much. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that because I still, Amy and I still call it the Alice and Blake, like the little, oh, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Alice rocket. Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, such good memories, dude. And yeah. so many more to come. I mean, one of the things I did want to mention was we were talking about traveling. We we're talking about like our home scene, right? And I think I've talked to both of you about how when we're traveling, when you two are traveling, when I'm traveling, it's like we miss home. And we're like looking forward to come home. And I'll never forget this. There was, I was traveling for something and I came back and Grace was on the mic doing her announcement. I hadn't really talked to anyone then. And I was like, I came back and I was just leaning against the pillar and Grace saw me and she said on the mic, oh, Audrey, you're back. Welcome home. Hmm. And that was a huge moment for me because I was like, yeah, that's right. This is home. And she's done that. You've done that several times. And every time you do, it just fills me up with warmth knowing that this is our home, which is why now, anytime I see someone that's traveled, when they come back, I'm like, hey, welcome home. I think I've told you both that after you went on your travel to Europe that one time. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to come back and, and, you know, it's hard. Our scene is so big. I sometimes I worry, like, I've been trying to be a little more general on the mic too, where it's like, hey, if you're here from out of town, or if you're, you know, we're just so happy to have you here. And we want you to feel welcome, because our scene is also really big. And Mm. I retain so many faces and names. and, And I, you know, but I'm so grateful for everybody who's who, especially on Tuesdays. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure people are listening and they're like, what are you talking about? But uh, the social dance here uh, on Tuesdays at Atomic, uh, I, I generally host it and DJ and bring in guest DJs like Blake and, um, or we also run Fast Beat Fridays, which we co-host and co-DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it's like those places feel so, so special. And I don't know, I want people to feel like they have a home, a, a home scene. And so- I mean, and we we appreciate the heck out of you guys. That being said, um, let's go ahead and hop into the last couple questions. So jumping into the final questions here, the three questions I ask all of my guests. um, The first one, and this is a big one for you two, is where are you traveling in 2024? Well, we list it all. It's a lot of places. It's a lot, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Uh, wh- how about we just list our next? Yeah, our... The, this upcoming tour. Yeah. 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 Brescia, we'll Brescia, which it's, is near Milan. It's one of our favorite places. We love you, Guido. In uh... <laughs> then we go to Rocket Swing, and in Munich. Then we go to um, Bal Inspiration in Zurich. Mm-hmm. 
And then we go to Baldam in Amsterdam. And then we go to um, Innsbruck, Austria for Alpine Alpine Jitterbugs Shag and Bal. That'll be a first time, our first time there. We're excited. Mm-hmm. And then Berlin Balboa weekend. Berlin Balboa weekend. And then I come home for a few weeks and you go to uh, Beijing to teach with Alice for. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're traveling a whole bunch this year. If you want, you can you can see I posted like a calendar of where we're going on my Instagram. So yeah, that's probably the best way or Blake will probably. Yeah. I'm going to post something on my Facebook cover page probably of or cover back cover of just like everything this year. Probably. Wow. You're going to post, huh? I, I, know. <laughs> just, uh, I figured it's. No, no, no. That's dope. Now, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, if people wanted to get a hold of you or if people want to hire you for, some of their events in the future where can they find information about you both find information uh i mean to reach out facebook a message mm-hmm. or uh email uh gmail.com. yeah and, and we can give you that and for, instagram or facebook for me yeah. and probably well we're both on instagram you're on it less but mm-hmm. um yeah we're gonna that's where we tend to post updates and stuff and Facebook Messenger is probably the easiest way. Perfect. Awesome. And now for my favorite question at the very end, what is a message that either of you would like to leave for any swing dancers or both of you would like to leave for any swing dancers that listen to them? You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I think uh, enjoy the basics, I'd say. And and like, don't forget to to zoom out and remember like, that whether you might be really, you know, neck deep in like working on things or trying to do execute certain things right, whether whatever it is, uh, you know, just remember you're you're holding another person and dancing with them and enjoy that. Uh, and I think that's really enriching just to remember that and to enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I think I would say it's it's good to remember that it's a privilege to be able to take part in this dance like it's it has a really rich history I think it's it always enhances my experience of the dance to know where it came from to learn about its history in New York among African-American dancers its history among Southern California like you know how your own regional scene I think that like knowing where it came from is is a really um, it helps me be really grateful to be able to take part in it now. So mm-hmm. I think my main thing is just trying to stay grateful and uh, and remember like what an what a privilege and an honor it is to be able to participate in something so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I love that you both said that. That is ah, oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just love that you both said basics and it's a privilege to do this dance like I feel like that's a lot of sentiments that a lot of people can really get feel towards you know yeah that being said I think that's a great place to end the podcast as they said everyone all the links will be down below including uh the vintage clips that they had mentioned um thank you all so much for listening towards the end Grace and Blake Blake and Grace thank you both so much for staying (laughs) till the end Thanks for having us, Andre. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I should let everyone know that um, these two are wonderful human beings, and I hope that you all get a wonderful chance to take lessons from them, take privates from them, 
all that jazz because they're literally amazing. That being said, thank you, you all so much for listening. Ah, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you. And uh, to everyone listening, follow yeah. them. Do all the things. Thank you all so much. Don't forget to come to SoCal Summer Swing Out. Uh, that is June 13th to 16th. And it's going to be here in SoCal. You can experience the magic that Grace and Blake were talking about here. That being said, thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you all next time. Uh, Grace and Blake, don't go away. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. The music you are currently hearing is called Dances of the Night by Papa D. You can find all its links down below. Till next time. Don't lose hope. Trying to stand tall. Trying to give the sense of yours the best that you got cause. Every time that they hear this sound, that music gets the feet above the ground. Time just seems to stop in every move. Seems all your life what is based on tonight. And all you gotta do is do it right. You gotta move, you gotta move, you gotta move, move, move. Got to, got to, got to be a dancer.